Okay, um, let's do this. I feel like this has been such a long time coming for me. Um, like it's literally been something that's I've thought about and has been on my mind for so long. Um, so I'm very excited to actually be, you know, trying to bring this to fruition. Um, so the first episode here, um, what we're going to kind of get into, um, is I wanted to discuss in kind of more detail uh, the books that I read in January. Um, I know that I posted like a little snippet um, of my general thoughts on TikTok, but I feel like I genuinely do have a lot to say about all the books I read. And I kind of wanted to be able to, you know, really share my opinions about like why I rated certain books, um, how I did, and kind of like just kind of go be able to go into a little bit more detail about the books that I've read without, you know, feeling like I had to kind of rush it. Um, so I'm gonna do that now. Um, and maybe this is not the best for someone who has memory loss because they literally like the thoughts as they come into my head are also leaving my head. Um, so please bear with me in that sense. Um, but yeah, I'm basically just gonna go through um, the books that I read and tell you guys about them. Um, I read, one, two, three, I read eight books, or I guess seven books, um, in January. I've read a couple more since then, um, but I'll obviously just save those till the February wrap up. Um, and interestingly enough, I feel like in some ways, like I still read seven books, which is really good for me, and that's kind of, that's still a lot for me. Um, but in some ways, I felt like I was going through a bit of a reading slump this month. And, like, I I still wanted to read, and I was reading a lot. But I felt like a lot of the books that I read just kind of weren't doing it for me. Um, and I don't know if it was specifically just because I, like, something was up with me where I wasn't connecting to the books I was reading. Or, you know, maybe I just was picking books that weren't resonating with me. Um, and it might have been a little bit of both, but I did feel like I was in a little bit of a slump. Um, so that kind of could have affected my readings. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, I'm still maybe not fully out of it. Um, so we'll see uh, how my ratings kind of progress in February. But so the first book I read in January was Magnolia Parks, The Long Way Home by Jessa Hastings. Um, this is the third book in the Magnolia Park series, and I really, really like this series. Uh, the first, the f- when I read the first Magnolia Parks book, I was just completely obsessed with it. Like, I was literally just, I remember reading it at work and just not wanting to put it down. Um, but I was, like, genuinely just so, so, so into that first book. Um, and then when I read the second one, uh, Daisy Hates, I remember kind of, being surprised that I liked Daisy and Christian and Julian kind of more than I liked Magnolia and BJ. Like I thought I was so into the first couple and then the second couple came into the series and I was like, holy shit, like I'm obsessed with these people even more. Um, So I will say, I think I felt a little bit, not bummed out necessarily, but going back to Magnolia and BJ was a little bit of like a trip for me, um, especially when I was kind of like more into Daisy and, and Christian and Julian. Um, and as a hater of the miscommunication trope, 
that kind of absolutely drove me crazy. I know there's a lot of that in the first book too, and that's pretty much the entire first book. But I think because the first book, like, because everything was so new to me, like, I was sufficiently distracted by, like, the characters and the language and and all this other stuff where it didn't bother me as much. Um, But then I feel like coming to the third book, like, having just that kind of continue through so much of the book, I did feel like I was getting, like, just tired of it where I was like, okay, just get your shit together. Like, it was getting frustrating. Um, But I really, really liked the ending. I really loved the ending. Um, And I haven't read Into the Dark yet. It's it's coming out in a few days, so I haven't read it yet. Um, So I'm not sure, you know, what happens with BG and Magnolia, but I am rooting for them and I really hope they pull through. Um, So I rated that a four stars. It was a solid four star read for me. Um, Next, exciting stuff, um, I started the Throne of Glass series. So I read um, Assassin's Blade first. I know some people read it third. I chose to read it first. I have OCD. I need to go in chronological order. Um, So I read Assassin's Blade by Sarah J. Mass, the queen herself. And this one is basically just a collection of, I think it's four, like just novellas related to the main character of the Throne of Glass series. And I rated this one a 4.5 stars. Um, because it's, I feel like it's a little bit hard to rate because it is, um, novella. So like, it's just a bunch of distinct stories. So it's kind of hard to rate it as a whole. Um, but I really enjoyed it because I thought that it, like reading it first, especially, I felt like I got a lot of background on Selena's character. Um, and I just liked kind of really getting to know her. And so I felt like by the time I actually started the Throne of Glass series, I like knew so much about her and I felt like I already could like relate to her and I was rooting for her before the series even started. Um, So I really liked that. Um, And I obviously haven't read um, that many fantasy series yet, um, but I liked the concept of her being an assassin. I like that she's badass. Um, And so I, I liked I felt like it set it up well where I was like excited to get into the series after reading it. And then right after that, I just jumped into the series. So I started Throne of Glass. Um, I also gave Throne of Glass a 4.5 stars. Um, I really liked Throne of Glass. I liked the storyline. I liked the plot. Um, A little bit of love triangle going on in Throne of Glass. Um, And I just have to say like this is probably my only point that I want to drive home from Throne of Glass. From the absolute beginning, I was obsessed with Dorian um, and I am still so obsessed with Dorian. I love him so much. Um, And like in Throne of Glass, Kale is cool. He's also, you know, sweet and whatever, but I am so obsessed with Dorian. And I just, I really enjoyed the book and I liked that how it kind of started the series off and it made me want to keep reading the series um but i gave it a 4.5 stars instead of a 5 because it didn't have the like not necessarily suspense but like it i usually only rate books five stars if i feel like this absolutely like feral like i cannot put this book down like you're gonna have to pry it out of my hands type of feeling um, which I didn't have, but I really, really enjoyed the book. So I gave it a four, gave it a four and a half stars. The next book I read um, was actually an audiobook. book. Um, 
I just kind of, I just wanted to switch it up a little. Um, so I started an audiobook while I was still kind of continuing, continuing the Throne of Glass series. Um, so I read The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood. And one, I was just really surprised that I was able to kind of tolerate an audiobook. Um, I usually just get too bored and I feel like I'm someone who likes to like physically see stuff in front of me. Um, so like a video or whatever, like only audio gets boring for me. Um, but somehow I think I was just doing a lot of driving like one weekend and then I started this and I kind of just, I got hooked with the audio version and then I ended up kind of seeing it all the way through. Um, but I gave this one a four and a half stars. Um, and I had given Love Theoretically by Ali Hazelwood a 4.75. So I liked that one slightly better. Um, but I really, really like this book. I really love Ali Hazelwood's romances. Um, I kind of like that they follow like a similar kind of theme and that you know what to expect. I feel like it's like the perfect type of book. Like when you're in the mood for it, you know, right? And then like you can pick something up and know what you're going to like be able to get out of a book. And I really like that. Um, and so I really did like this one. Um, I think though the reason I liked Love Theoretically better um, is because I think I liked the main character in that one a little bit better, um, Elsie. And honestly, I really liked Jack too. So I think I liked that kind of couple a little better. Um, but I loved the fake dating trope. Um, and I just loved how like, ah, like I loved knowing like just from the beginning that like I, that like he had had feelings for longer and that he was like secretly just in love with her from the beginning. Like I love that kind of trope. Um, and that's not a spoiler, by the way. That's like, I feel like that's so obvious from like the first chapter. But, um, so I gave that one a four and a half. Um, and then I finished the a second Throne of Glass book, Crown of Midnight, also four and a half stars. Um, this one, um, what can I say specifically? Honestly, I think that I I'm like looking at my Goodreads as I'm as I'm recording this. Um, and I like literally went on a full rant on Goodreads about how like Dorian deserves better and that how they treat him dirty sometimes. Um, so I won't get into that because I'm like trying to keep the spoiler free. Um, but I will just reiterate that I am a Dorian girl through and through. I love that man. Um, and so I loved Crown of Midnight. I loved, you know, getting to see the characters grow and getting to see the story progress. Um, and again, it wasn't a five star because I don't feel like, uh, like it, I just wasn't as captivated as maybe I wanted to be. Um, but I also realized that, like, when you have an eight-book series, you there's, like, a lot of things that you can tell that Sarah J. Mass is, like, setting up in the earlier books. And so I can, like, feel feel it, like, slowly building and, like, getting better and better. But I'm not, like, fully, like, feral over it yet. You know what I mean? So for that reason, that was also 4.5. Um, only a few more. I think I went through that pretty fast. Um, so the next one I read uh, was Icebreaker by Hannah Grace. Um, this one was also random. I think I was just trying to like intersperse like a few random like fluffy-ish romances between the Throne of Glass books because they do get a little bit kind of heavy. Um, and so I kind of just randomly had a desire to read this and I was like, you know what, let me just like literally just downloaded it and was like, okay, I'm going to read this. 
Um, and I actually gave this one a three stars. Um, so I didn't really, really love it. Um, I remember um, I was talking to one of my friends and I was just saying that it felt very Wattpad-y. Um, and Wattpad-y meaning the plot just feels very unrealistic. Things move a little bit faster than you know, they would in like maybe a real book, um, a lot of smut, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and she told me that this book had originally been on Wattpad and I was like, okay, like that makes so much more sense. Um, and truthfully, I think if I knew that like going into it, I don't think I would have read it because I feel like, like Wattpad books just have a certain vibe. And I think that like you have to be in the mood specifically for that. Like, you know, what Wattpad books are like and you either kind of want that or you don't um and so yeah I just felt like um I felt like it was really overhyped and I and I didn't really connect like that I felt like the plot itself was like really boring like most of the time there was like nothing happening and any like kind of apparent conflict that did come up just felt really forced um and I felt like the Oh, this is hard to say because, like, I do really like Nathan, the main male character, but I felt like he was almost, like, so, like, quote-unquote woke that he was cringy. Like, everything he was saying just seemed so, like, the perfect thing that, like, a man could say to the point where, like, it just didn't feel genuine and it didn't really feel very exciting. Um and overall, it was just, like, it literally just felt like all the smut was written. And then the author was, like, okay, maybe I should put in some plot. And then, like, kind of failed to still do that. Um, so I gave it a three. Um, I know that's this one's a series, the Maple Hills series. Um, and truthfully speaking, I don't think I have any desire to continue the series. I most likely will not. Uh, but then again, if I ever find myself in the mood for, like, a smut filled poor plot book then I might continue on because I've heard that the second book I think it's called wildfire um I heard that people like it better than the first one um so it is like potentially on my radar but like not really but we'll see if I ever uh pick that up later this year um and then the last book I read this year um was air of fire <laughs> the third throne of last book um, so I've been trudging along. I'm about halfway through the series now. Um, but so I read that one and I gave that one a 4.75 stars. So we're getting closer. We're getting closer to the five star range. Um, this one definitely was my favorite in the series that I had read up until that point. Um, I really, really was very close to giving it a five stars. Um, but you know, without kind of spoiling anything, there was one storyline within that book um, because the Air of Fire kind of, the chapters kind of rotate between like different things that are happening in the book in like different settings. So they kind of focus on like different people. Um, and so there was like one kind of storyline that would come up that I didn't really like. And like every time it did come up, um, I would kind of literally like I, if I would be reading and then it got to that part after like two chapters, I would be like, okay, like, I guess I'll just stop here. Like, I don't want to read anymore today. Um, and so I kind of didn't like that part. Like every time I would start this chapter and see was that it was like focusing on that storyline, I just kind of felt like, oh, like I, I wish it was like 
focusing on other people right now. Um, I will, uh, the other thing I will say is, um, there's one character in the, in this book, The Air Fire, who I absolutely adore. If you've read the book, you obviously know who I'm referring to. No spoilers, so I'm not going to say anything, even though I don't think that would be a spoiler to say who. Um, but I am absolutely obsessed with this character. But I also want to clear the record and say that that doesn't mean that I love Dorian any less because I am still absolutely obsessed with him. Um, but yeah, I really, really, really loved this book. Like I said, it was my favorite out of all of the Throne of Glass books I've read thus far. Um, and as I said before too, I can just feel that it's like coming to this like almost peak and like every book is getting slightly better than the last one. Um, to the point where I'm like really excited but also like nervous to read the last few because like I know that everyone just kind of raves about Kingdom of Ash so I'm really really excited to like slowly be getting there um, and I just have no idea where the story is gonna go so I'm like very excited but very scared as well um, but I know for sure I can tell that there will definitely be some five stars in this series for me Okay, so that was um, all the books I read in January. Um, I'm currently recording this on Sunday, February 11th, um, so which is damn near halfway through February. Um, so just as a preview to kind of give you guys something to look forward to, um, in January I didn't have any five-star reads, as you guys heard, um, but I've read three books so far in February, which is also not that much. So, I mean, I don't obviously want to be like a toxic hustle culture reader, um, so it's fine. It's not the end of the world, um, but I've, I've only read three books so far in February, and two of them have been five-star reads for me. So, maybe the tables are turning. Maybe I'm kind of getting out of my book slump, um, but just kind of wanted to give you guys um, a few books that are on my horizon that I'm hoping to either read this month or kind of get to in, within the next couple of months. Um, I obviously want to finish um, the Throne of Glass series. I'm currently reading the fourth one. Um, and so, you know, within the next month or so, I would like to, you know, finish the fourth, hopefully maybe f finish the fifth. Um, so kind of, you know, continue to trudge along with the series. Um, I really want to start the Once Upon a Broken Heart series. It's just a trilogy, um, so hopefully I can, you know, start and finish it pretty quickly. I've heard really good things about it, so that's definitely one that I'm looking forward to reading. Um, I want to read one or two Emily Henry books. I had read The People We Meet on Vacation, like, maybe last year or the year before, I think the year before, and I didn't really like it. Um, so I've kind of, I keep hearing people, like, rave about Emily Henry, but I've never felt that way. Um, but I've also heard people, uh, like, uh, quite a few people say that they think that The People We Meet on Vacation is, like, her worst book or, like, the book that they like the least. Um, so that definitely is kind of intriguing to me. So I want to give, like, Happy Place and Book Lovers a chance. So I'm hoping to read those. Um, what else? I definitely want to read more fantasy. Um, I kind of want to try to read different types of fantasy, maybe kind of focus on duology so it's not like, you know, too, too long. Um, Crescent City isn't really like on the horizon for me, but maybe out like a little further out. I kind of, I definitely think after Throne of Glass, I want to take a little bit of a 
a break from like I guess intense fantasy intense in the sense of like you know like four five six seven eight books type of series um so I probably won't read Crescent City for at least a couple of months um but I'm excited I have a lot of books on my radar I also want to hmm, I maybe I can talk about this in my next um in the next episode but I want to set some kind of like random book goals for the year like obviously I have my reading goal um which if you guys don't know my reading goal for this year is to read 50 books um I've currently read 11 so I think I'm you know more than on track I think I'll be able to easily reach that um but I think I also kind of want to challenge myself to read at least a couple of books here and there that are out of my like normal reading reading kind of zone I guess you could say um like I just read a like mystery thriller and I actually really liked it and I feel like they're really good palate cleansers when you've just been reading like a lot of uh romanticy um so I kind of I definitely want to keep reading some of those um and I want to actually push myself to read a few classics this year um I always liked reading classics when we were in school um so I I definitely want to kind of pick that back up and read a few classics this year. Um, I want to read some literary fiction because I was reading, I read quite a few, I think, literary fictions last year and I actually really enjoyed them. And I felt like they kind of stuck with me a little bit more, like in terms of remembering the plot and the characters and stuff than some of the kind of romance and fantasy that I've been reading lately. Um, so I also want to try to try to incorporate some more of those into my reading list um, my, or my TBR. Um, and as far as book stuff goes for now, I think that is it. Um, I already mentioned this, but in terms of new releases, the, uh, next Magnolia Parks book will be out in two days time. Um, and I am so, so excited. Um, I think it's really exciting to be reading a book or kind of have read a series in real time um, because I can like feel the excitement. I'm like literally I have it pre-ordered on my Kindle when it comes out. I want to finish it within those like two to three days. Like I need to know what happens. And so it's really exciting to like be a part of that like rush, I guess you could say. Um, But so that's kind of the main thing on the horizon for me book wise. Um, And then what else? I will film most likely uh, record a February reading recap but like I mentioned right now I haven't read that many books so we'll see how long that ends up being um but I definitely want to record um different types of content I still haven't really honestly decided like where I want this to go and like how serious I am about it um I do know however that I love to listen to myself talk um and I listened to a preview of this recording with the mic and I'm actually like really happy with it um and I like I said I I do love to talk um and it's definitely like I especially lately I feel like I'm just at um a kind of time in my life where I have so many thoughts because there's just kind of so much changing like within me and outside of me Um, So I definitely feel like I have a lot of thoughts at the moment that I want to share if you guys want to listen. So I am going to try to sit down and maybe plan out some more episodes. Um, I only have one mic at the moment, but I am considering buying another one because I would love for literally every single one of you at some point to like collab with me and like talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. Um, so that's a like, you know, exciting possibility in the horizon. 
Um, but yeah, I think that's it for this episode. Surprisingly, not as long as I thought it was going to be, but still a little longer than, you know, it would have been fitting for a TikTok. Um, so I'm glad to be kind of exploring another platform. Um, if you guys feel so compelled, do um, give this a five stars on Spotify um, because we're Spotify girls through and through. Um, this specific episode is brought to you by Spotify for Podcasters. I don't know what that means, but I'm going to use Spotify for Podcasters to upload it, so I feel like I can say that. Um, and yeah, I it's Sunday evening for me. I don't know what time it is for you guys when you're listening, um, but I hope you have a wonderful morning or afternoon or evening or whatever it is. Um, I hope you are having a wonderful time. Um, I love you guys. I know that there's probably like five of you listening. I literally love you guys. Um, Thank you for feeding into my delusions, Um, you know, whether or not they're warranted. Thank you. Like genuinely, thank you for always making me feel like I can do whatever I want to do and kind of not, you know, making fun of me or making me feel silly. Um, You guys have done more for me than you will ever know. Um, And with that, I'm signing off for this episode. Thank you guys for listening um, and please look forward to uh, the episodes to come.